Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker Podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle. Let's get rolling with today's episode. Before we get deep into today's episode, don't forget, download, subscribe, give this thing a five-star rating, tell a few friends that love the Jayhawks about this podcast, and we'll keep things rolling. So, let's get into it. Not much uh, not much going on outside of basketball at this point. I know we've had some football news in the last few weeks talking about the schedule update, where KU is going to be playing. Of course, you can go back to the old podcast on that, but playing in KCK over at the Sporting Children's Mercy Park where Sporting KC plays, and then where the Super Bowl champions, the back-to-back Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, are playing their home stadium, GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. KU will be playing their conference home games there over at Arrowhead. So that's very exciting for KU football. Very happy for them. Very happy for the Chiefs kingdom and all you Chiefs fans out there that got to see another Super Bowl win this last weekend. Of course, we had some uh, Chiefs players out there at Allen Fieldhouse just a couple of weekends ago uh, cheering on the Chiefs, or cheering on the Jayhawks, excuse me. Yeah, the Chiefs players cheering on the Jayhawks over there at Allen Fieldhouse. I believe that was before the Oklahoma State game. Yes, for the Oklahoma State game because Creed Humphrey, former Oklahoma Sooner, was there cheering on the Jayhawks over his old heated rival, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. But for now, let's talk about some KU hoops because this season is just going down uh, not in flames. It's not going down in flames, but it's going down now. It, there's There's been some trends. There has been trends set that you cannot ignore anymore, and that is that Kansas is very good at home, and they are not very good on the road. That is about all you can take away from this KU season right now. In the non-conference schedule, KU looked like they were a top-five team. They get into Big 12 play, obviously the Big 12, the best conference in college basketball. And now they just go back and forth, back and forth. If they're playing a road game, they lose. If they play a home game, they win. And that's just how it's going to be. Their only road win in conference play is at Oklahoma State, and that's the worst team in the Big 12 this season. So you go to last week. They beat Houston at home, 78-65. Houston, the number four ranked team in the nation. And then they go on the road at Kansas State, Sunflower Showdown, conference rival. They lose at Kansas State in overtime, 75-70. Then they go back home this past weekend. College game day in Lawrence. Big atmosphere, big time plays. Uh, KU is without Kevin McCuller Jr. due to a knee injury, so a lot of people thought, you know what, maybe this is the game KU gets upset at home. But they win it. It's 64-61, the final score. Number four, Kansas at that point, 19-5, win their 18th straight home game. Hunter Dickinson had 15 points on the day. Again, Kevin McCuller Jr. not in the lineup. Your starting five, Hunter Dickinson, K.J. Adams, Johnny Furphy, Dewan Harris Jr., and Nick Timberlake. Hunter Dickinson led the way. 
15 points. Dewan Harris Jr. had a nice game offensively, 14 points, 5 assists. You had Johnny Furphy out there with 11 points, 5 rebounds. K.J. Adams, 13 points, 4 rebounds. Nick Timberlake, your fifth starter for the day, 8 points. So you've got now just a seven-man roster, seven-man rotation. Without Kevin McCuller Jr., they still pull off the win at home against Baylor, 64-61. So that's all right. But then you go on the road for Big Monday, 8 o'clock primetime game against Texas Tech, and they fall flat on their face. KU goes from number four last week after the big win over Houston. Then they lose to Kansas State. Then they beat Baylor. So it's just back and forth, back and forth. So they stay ranked in the top 10, ranked number six after that big win at home over Baylor 64-61 without Kevin McCullough Jr. They go on the road at Texas Tech. And Kevin McCullough Jr. once again cannot play in this game, which is a, a notable thing because Kevin McCullough Jr., Transferred from Texas Tech to play at KU, not this past offseason, but the previous offseason, heading into the 2022 season. So, you've got Kevin McCuller Jr. back on his old campus at Texas Tech, but he's in street clothes. Uh, He was in sweats, but he he was not playing. (laughs) So... Kevin McCullough Jr. doesn't get to play against his former team. KU still doing the seven-man rotation. And they cannot stop Texas Tech from shooting the three. Texas Tech shoots wild from behind the arc, uh, gets a nice early lead, leading 37-28 at halftime. They go off in the second half again to win the game 79-50. to 29-point blowout on the road at Texas Tech. Darian Williams, 30 points on a, what I would call, uh, yeah, lights out. Perfect shooting night for Williams, 12 for 12 from the field, 4 for 4 from behind the arc. 30 points, 11 rebounds. No one's stopping Williams on the day. And you've got Texas Tech who's now 18 and 6. KU, who's now 19 and 6. KU ranked number 6 now, so they fall from 4 to number 6. Texas Tech will surely be ranked in the next in the next rankings next week, but you see in this game uh the problem with Kansas is the depth. No Kevin McCullough Jr. back-to-back games. Short rest coming off of a Saturday game playing on a Monday night on the road. And they can't do it. They just cannot handle having a short bench on two days rest on the road. We saw it last week. They won the game at home against Houston. Then they go on the road on Monday on a quick turnaround at Kansas State. They lose it 75-70 in overtime. This time, they beat Baylor in a big game at home against a ranked opponent without Kevin McCullough Jr., but then they have to turn around and go right back on the road on Monday, and they lose in a blowout. They need to have somebody step up defensively. They need to have somebody step up offensively. Nick Timberlake and Johnny Furphy led the way with 13 points each. Hunter Hunter Dickinson, 
had a KU career low, five points. Dickinson only scoring five points is absolutely pathetic. So you just had a bad night offensively. You couldn't stop Williams. 30 points on 12 of 12 shooting, 4 of 4 from behind the arc. And you had your K.J. Adams, Hunter Dickinson, Johnny Furphy, Dewan Harris Jr., and Nick Timberlake starting five again. But then the only other guy that was really rotating in was El Marco Jackson, who had 24 minutes. Parker Brown subbed six minutes to give Hunter Dickinson some rest. But those guys just looked tired. They looked like they weren't energized. Bill Self gets thrown out of the game with two technicals. Uh, At the end of the game, fans from Texas Tech chanting, we want Kevin, in reference to Kevin McCullough Jr., who's hurt and can't play. I saw a, uh, I wouldn't call it an outlet, a Twitter account called Rock Chalk Blog. I'm sure there's a podcast and a blog associated with that account. Not going to give them any plugs because they come off as whiny little babies. Whoever runs that Rock Chalk Blog account, if you're listening to this right now, you're coming off as a baby. Any KU fans that might know Rock Chalk Blogger, whoever that is, let them know. He comes off as a whiny baby on Twitter when Texas Tech fans are chanting, we want Kevin. That is nowhere near uh, offensive or uh, anything along those lines. The Texas Tech fans are having fun with a guy that used to go to Texas Tech who transferred out, and really, I mean, if you're a Texas Tech fan, yeah, Kevin McCullough Jr. stabbed you in the back to go play at Kansas to try to win a national championship. So, yeah, you might be a little bit mad at Hunter Dickinson, or at Kevin McCullough Jr., excuse me, if you are a Texas Tech fan. That would be like if KU went back and played Michigan at Michigan. Of course the fans are going to be hostile towards... Hunter Dickinson, who just transferred to KU from Michigan. So you have fans chanting, we want Kevin. Obviously, Kevin McCullough Jr. can't play because he's hurt. And this rock chalk blog, whoever it is, is complaining that fans are doing that. Last year, Kevin McCullough Jr. endured much worse when he was playing in the game. Booze, uh, stuff uh, not thrown at him, but stuff said to him. That was inappropriate. I mean, yeah, it was way worse last year when KU played at Texas Tech. So fans chanting, we want Kevin, that is nowhere near bad enough to be complaining on Twitter about it. Uh, This dude, Rock Chalk Blog, is getting roasted on Twitter. He's getting ratioed hardcore as he goes and uh, cries and complains about Texas Tech fans Chanting, we want Kevin. Pull up your big boy pants. Kevin McCullough Jr. wasn't even bothered by it. So why should you be bothered by it? Rock Chalk Blog, whoever you are. It doesn't make any sense. So if you know Rock Chalk Blog, if Rock Chalk Blog, whoever you are, yourself, listen to this podcast, just know you got to grow up. You got to take the losses when you have a loss. With pride, hold your head high, say we got our butts whipped by Texas Tech 79-50 and move on to the next game. Because you know what? KU's still ranked number six in the nation. Yeah, they'll probably drop lower next week, but they're not going to drop out of the top 25. They're still going to be a top 25 team. 
They're still going to make the tournament. All that matters, this is, I'll, I'll say this. All that matters for Kansas, it's it's a lot like the Kansas City Chiefs of this past season. If you're a KU, if you're a KU fan, if you're a KU basketball fan, maybe you don't care about football as much. But if you're a KU football fan, I'm sure you are a Kansas City Chiefs fan. You look back at this Kansas City Chiefs team from this past year. A lot of the times during the season, they were having bad games. Their wide receivers were uh, dropping the ball, causing interceptions. They were fumbling the ball. They were dropping passes. The defense was carrying them a lot of the season. And I see a lot of similarities here. You've got some injuries. Chiefs had some injuries as well, so... I see a lot of similarities here. You've got some injuries. You've got guys fumbling the ball, turning the ball over for Kansas. And you've got Hunter Dickinson, who mostly has been solid all season. He's averaging close to 20 points and 8 to 10 rebounds per game. And Hunter Dickinson, obviously I'm not going to call him Patrick Mahomes, but he's like the leader of the team. Uh You know, every now and then, Mahomes will have a game where he throws a couple interceptions. It doesn't happen very often, but sometimes it does. Kevin McCullough, or uh, Hunter Dickinson, having a five-point game at Texas Tech was his low mark of the season. He's not going to have another five-point game the rest of his career at Kansas. I can almost guarantee you that. So, looking at the KU to Chiefs comparison, the Chiefs on Christmas Day lost at home to the Las Vegas Raiders, a team that was not very good. The Chiefs obviously better than them. And then the Chiefs did not lose at that the rest of the season. They went on and won the Super Bowl. But for the Chiefs, their mindset was win the AFC West, get into the playoffs, and then make a Super Bowl run. So there's a little bit of a difference in college basketball. Obviously, you don't have to win your conference to make it into the big dance. You just have to have a solid record have the resume to be invited to the tournament. KU has a solid resume and a solid record. They're going to make the tournament. They're going, no matter what happens, even if they get knocked out in the first round of the Big 12 tournament, they're still going to make the tournament. They might not be as high of a seed as we have become accustomed to as Jayhawk fans, getting a one seed, getting a two seed. That is pretty much the standard. Well, that was the standard for the Chiefs as well. This year, the Chiefs were a three seed. They still went on to win the Super Bowl. If the Jayhawks become a three seed or a four seed this year, that doesn't mean they can't win the national championship. You look at UConn last year. They were a four seed. They go on to win the national championship. All that matters is that you're playing your best when it matters the most, and that is in March and April, assuming you can make it to the Final Four and get to April. So you have to be, if you are the Kansas Jayhawks, you're looking at this like, all right, we're not playing very well on the road. We're playing really well at home. We haven't lost a game at home. Continue to be undefeated at home. Sneak a couple of wins on the road. Get to the Big 12 tournament. And then you're just getting to March. That's what you're playing toward. You are just working towards getting to March. And once you get to March, all you're doing is, is playing the best that you can, playing your best ball, and you'll be able to make a run in March. KU has the talent. If they are healthy, if they if they can get Kevin McCullough Jr. healthy, which is why I'm fine with him resting right now, 
if you can have all your guys healthy, you don't need a deep bench in March. You have longer timeouts. You have longer rest between games. And KU has the type of team where their top five guys when healthy are the best five in America. So KU can still make a long run in March. When they get into the dance, they can make some noise. They could be like the Chiefs, where they slip a little bit during the regular season, but they lock in when it matters most, when it comes to the playoffs, when it comes to March Madness, they lock in. They may not have the highest seed. They may not be the best seed. They may be one of the worst seeds that you've ever had the past uh, several years. But here we are, still able to get into the dance. And that's what you want when you're a Jayhawks fan. They're going to keep doing this. They have more road games coming up. This week, this Saturday, 3 o'clock on ESPN, number 6 Kansas at number 25 Oklahoma. It doesn't get easy in the Big 12. Then you've got Texas and BYU at home. Got to win those games. And then you close it at Baylor, hosting K-State at Houston. So if I'm looking at this objectively, you've got four home games. No, three home games. Three road games the rest of the way. Right now, Kansas, 7-5 and five in conference. I could see it where KU maybe wins one road game down the stretch. But just because of the trends and what's been happening right now for Kansas, I'll just assume they win their three home games, lose their three road games. So that would put KU at 10-8 and eight in the Big 12 Conference. They're definitely not going to win the Big 12 if their record is 10-8 and eight on the season. They would finish with a 22-9 and nine overall record, but that would be wins over top. They, they have enough wins over top 25 teams to be a top four seed in March Madness. So, like I said, it's all about just staying healthy, preserving what they have, getting to March, and playing their best ball when it matters most down the stretch. KU fans, this is what's going to happen. We've seen the trend. They win their home games. They lose the road games in the Big 12 Conference. If Kansas can pull off an upset at Oklahoma, I say upset because Oklahoma is probably going to be favored in this game. ESPN predictor has 57% chance for Oklahoma to beat KU on Saturday, 3 o'clock ESPN game. So if KU can pull off the upset at Oklahoma, then they come back home for two games before going to Baylor and Houston to close out the season. I mean, this is this is just what you got to expect for KU. They're going to win the home games, lose the road games. That's the mindset. If they can pull off an upset and get a couple wins on the road, that's fine. But I'm just going into this home stretch of the season Assuming that KU is not going to win the Big 12 regular season this year, probably not going to win the conference tournament, but they just need to get healthy, get ready for March Madness when it matters most in the big dance and make a run at a Final Four in a national championship because that's what we all want the most. I think we can safely say that. All right, let's get to it. The On Your Mark segment started this a couple uh, weeks ago on the Jayhawker Talker podcast. You can... Uh, on social media, follow me at Talker. Hashtag on your mark is what I'm using for this segment. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about the Jayhawks, 
you can always uh, send them to me there at Jayhawker Talker, hashtag on your mark. Jared in KC says, can KU make a deep run without Kevin McCuller Jr.? My short answer to that is no. If they don't have Kevin McCuller Jr. healthy at the end of the season, they're not going to be able to make a run in March. So that's why I said, uh, that's why I said, get Kevin McCuller Jr. healthy now while we're in the regular season. Get him healthy for the postseason because if you can have everybody healthy, you'll have a chance to make some noise in March. So, Jared and Casey, thanks for the question about Kevin McCuller Jr. Uh, no, I don't think that KU can make a deep run if he is hurt throughout uh, March Madness. So, yeah, get him healthy. Get as many of your guys close to 100% as possible going into the big dance, definitely. Laura and Lawrence, how do I feel about, or what do you feel about Johnny Furphy taking over while he's in the starting lineup? I really like Johnny Furphy. I've said this. This is the second week in a row that I've had a question about Johnny Furphy. I really like Johnny Furphy in the starting lineup. He brings something to the table that they did not have. Before he jumped into the starting lineup, he brings energy. He can get you rebounds. He can get you steals. He can score 12 to 15 points a game for you. He just had 13 points on the road at Texas Tech. So Johnny Furphy is the spark plug that the Jayhawks needed at the beginning of the season. And they put him in the lineup early in conference play, and I thought that was a good move by Bill Self. Now with with Kevin McCullough Jr. hurt, they're kind of winging it on their starting lineup. So you had Nick Timberlake starting. You've had Elmarco Jackson starting when Kevin McCullough Jr. hasn't been able to go. But I think KU, to make a deep run in March, has to have Kevin McCullough Jr. healthy, has to have Johnny Furphy in the starting lineup, and that is going to make them dangerous come March Madness. All right, Jim in DeSoto wants to know, how uh, how are things going to go if KU cannot win a road game the rest of the season. So Jim and DeSoto once uh, is asking, how will things go if KU can't win on the road? Well, Jim and DeSoto, let me just say this. If KU can't win a road game, I'm not going to be surprised, first of all. But if they can't win a road game, there's no way they have any shot at winning the Big 12. Right now, they still have a chance, an outside chance, but they still have a chance to win the Big 12 regular season title. If they lose at Oklahoma... This Saturday, 3 o'clock ESPN, I, it's tough for me to see them going on the road to beat Baylor or Houston in March before they get to the tournament. I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to be a tough road to even win the Big 12 uh, if they win out, let alone uh, just winning one game on the road, maybe two. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's going to be tough. If, if they can't win on the road, they're not winning the Big 12 regular season. Uh, I'm not going to say they can't win during March Madness, though, because the tournament is a whole different ballgame. Everybody's on a neutral site. KU fans travel well. Uh, I'm not as nervous about uh, getting into the tournament. Uh, They will get into the tournament. It's just, yeah, it's a whole different game once you get to the big dance. So, yes, I am concerned. I don't think they're going to win the Big 12 regular season this year. Uh, I've kind of come to grips with that. If you haven't, uh, start coming to grips with that now so that if they do end up winning out and win the Big 12 regular season, that can be a nice surprise for you, and they can prove me wrong. So, Jim, Laura, Jared, thank you guys for your comments. Hashtag on your mark. Get at me over there at Jayhawker Talker. 
Uh, let me know what's going on during the week if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the Kansas Jayhawks. That about does it for today's episode. Like I said, get at me on Twitter, at Talker. We can always keep the conversation going over there. Download, subscribe, give the Jayhawker Talker podcast a five-star rating. My name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast, affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. And until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.